Well, good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday to you all. I'm so delighted that you've decided to take the time to join myself and my son for daily devotions through Redeeming Life Fellowship. So uh, I hope you can hear me well as I'm trying to keep my voice down for his sake. And today's going to be a relatively short devotional. And we're going to continue through uh, this journey through the New Testament over the course of a year into James chapter 5 today. James chapter 5. And we're going to continue to listen to James's sort of musings on Christian ethics. And you're going to find today uh, some warning against rich oppressors. You're going to hear encouragements to, to exercise patience in the face of suffering. And also hear about the prayer of faith. And I would encourage you, as you're reading through today's passage, you'll notice that James's words are very heavy. And I encourage you to not treat them lightly, but uh, to let the weight of his words actually sink deeply as they should, uh, so that we can actually hear what God is saying through James. But then also, the other thing that you're going to find um, here, especially about the prayer of faith, which is very interesting because you'll hear you'll hear James say something like this, that Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed and uh, there was drought and he prayed and there was rain again. Uh, and isn't it hard? I know sometimes when we read something like that, it's it's hard to think about Elijah as someone just like us, someone who puts his pants on, you know, one leg at a time, but when he does it, he can either cause rain or cause drought. And, but the, the, the point, as it were, is not to say that Elijah was so significant um, because he was able to, to do these sorts of things, but rather he was a man just like us because he walked in a living trust with a living God. And uh, and that um, there was nothing um, exceptional, per se, about him, aside from the fact that he walked with God and he trusted in him. And this was the fruit of his faith. And so, and another thing also to remember, uh, as James talks about the prayer of faith, it's easy to hear when he's talking about the prayer of faith, making the sick person well, he has sinned, those sins will be forgiven, um, and to, to apply a rather rigid and very simplistic interpretation to what James is saying. In other words, anytime somebody is sick, therefore they must be sinning. And that's simply not the case. There's plenty plenty of, of areas throughout scripture that demonstrate how um, there's this correlation where a, a person's sickness or illness doesn't, isn't caused by sin. But oftentimes the, the, the physical afflictions that we're feeling, uh, physical ailments, are things that are caused by sin because we have to remember we're holistic beings and the, the, that's the things that we do with our body are the things that we that affect our hearts and our minds and our souls and our spirits. 
and um, everything is intricately related. Uh, and it, it, it's, it does happen, certainly, where the physical ailments that we're experiencing are in some measure or in some sense another or another related to sin that's in our lives that needs to be repented of so that uh, our bodies can be whole again. Uh, and, uh, and so that, I think, is catching the thrust of what, what James is saying. And so we're going to read now James chapter 5, and we're going to get back to work, like James said we should, and just hear what he has to say. Now listen, you rich people. Weep and wail because of the misery that is coming upon you. Your wealth has rotted, and moths have eaten your clothes. Your gold and silver are corroded. Your corrosion will testify against you and eat your flesh like fire. You have hoarded wealth in the last days. Look, the wages you failed to pay the workmen who mowed your fields are crying out against you. The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. You have lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You have fattened yourselves in the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered innocent men who are not opposing you. Be patient then, brothers, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop and how patient he is for the autumn and spring rains. You too be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Above all, my brothers, do not swear, not by heaven or by earth or by anything else. Let your yes be yes. And your no, no, or you will be condemned. Is any one of you in trouble? He should pray. Is anyone happy? Let him sing songs of praise. Is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise him up. If he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the Lord gave rain, and the earth produced its crop. My brothers, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring him back, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of his way will save him from death 
and cover over a multitude of sins. And with that, we conclude the book of James. So thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us for daily devotions. If you haven't, we encourage you to subscribe either to our YouTube channel or our podcasts. Or also consider supporting us financially for this church planning work we're doing here in Whitley County. And, and come what may, I pray that God would use you in being uh, a part of just this work of growing mature disciples and just seeing what God does with the results. So uh, God bless you. Take care. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Love you guys. Get back to work.